0: All episodes of The Way We Haunt Now deal thematically with death and dying. Many contain mild horror elements. This episode contains depictions of alcohol consumption. Take care, listeners.
1: Hello? Franky! Spooky, sentient apartment person! Anyone?
2: Frankie? Shh shh shh. shh. We're about to see the risotto. It's going to be so terrible. I
3: don't know, chef. It looks underdone to me. You don't know. You
2: don't whoa, whoa,
1: whoa,
3: wait. Oui? Ah! We? Ha!
1: This is The Way We Haunt Now, Episode 13,
4: The Roommates. For all humans crave connection, odds are that the moment they actually make that connection, they will do their utmost to, uh, well, excuse my language, but the only truly apt phrase here is fuck it up. See, as evidence, every piece of media featuring roommates, ever. Ever. Or just scroll through Reddit. Your eyes will fall out of your head, and not in that adorable, new-to-haunting way. I call it Murphy's Law of Roommates, and it holds true even in the afterlife.
2: Mary, who are you talking to?
4: Case in
5: point. Are you narrating to yourself again? No. 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 I'm...
4: Don't either of you ever knock?
2: I did not When knock. I feel like it.
4: Was there a reason you came in here, or...
2: Elma and the other wraith raccoons just reported that Parker is inside the apartment.
4: Oh, good. Any other news?
5: Not yet. What do we do now?
4: We wait. Was there something else? Nope. Well, then.
5: Oh. I... Guess we'll be going, then.
4: Great. Our plan, rough and desperate though it was, had been put into motion. Parker was making contact with Frankie. We didn't know what she would find, and all we could do was wait. Well, in my case, wait and start packing, because... Finding out how Frankie had been coping all alone in that apartment for the past weeks was only the start. I'd exhausted my local research options, and I needed to venture deeper into the veil. As soon as we heard from Parker, I'd be off.
5: Did you say something, Mary?
2: <sighs> no. <laughs>
0: Wait.
1: This is what you've been doing. While we all thought you were trapped here and tormented, you were watching TV with a sentient dwelling.
2: I am trapped here. Watching these cooking programs is the only way to get it to stop freaking out. It just throws a tantrum for media every chance it gets. Here. And it's not only that the building is sentient, I think that it's a manifestation made of the psychic traces of everyone who's ever lived here, with its own sentience. How is that better?: I never said it was better. Next
1: so you have been tormented? At
2: first it was
1: torturous, but now I can't seem to. Stop watching? Welcome to the club.
2: on Death's Cookery, our contestants encounter some unusual ingredients, learn how terrible their palates are, and play mind games to try to edge out the competition. We're one week closer to finding out who will win the executive chef position at the world's premier columbarium-turned-Michelin-star restaurant, Last Meal. Would you like to sit down? Um,
3: sure. Sure. Any chef worth their salt has a palate so fine-tuned they can tell the difference between a globe eggplant and a graffiti eggplant with their eyes closed. So, we're going to find out who among you has the chops to stay in the competition with a blindfold eggplant taste test. But, since my faith in the lot of you is limited, you'll do this as teams. Each of you will have a sample platter of eggplant to taste and identify. The team with the most correct identifications at the end gets out of dinner prep for the day. Are you ready? Ready, ready chef. Chef, chef. chef! Then take your seats! Ooh, is that one of those... tattoos? hmm <gasps> Did it hurt? I just
2: ate
0: eggplant. On death's cookery, we have to be proficient with all of the nightshade family plants. Come on! Eggplants! I'd rather gnaw on chef's dead grandma's foot.
2: No disrespect.
3: I think this is, uh...
5: Hmm. The flavor profile is slightly nutty. The flesh is creamy. But the
3: skin is quite thick. Is this a tango eggplant? A little. Yeah, I'm Hmm? going with tango eggplant. It hurt a little. So, what else have you been up to?
1: The triple W.
2: The what? Oh, sorry. Mm. Sorry. The, The triple W. You know, using the box with the moving pictures. The... Desktop. Oh, the internet. No,
3: streaming, watching. Hmm. This one is pretty bitter. It's like, ooh, ooh. It has to be an African garden egg plant.
2: I'm
5: gonna be honest. I didn't know there was more than like two kinds of eggplant. Like long around. Everything my teammates were saying sounded like some made up fairy tale of a plant. Like a Santana eggplant. A Bianca eggplant. A Thai Lavender Frog Egg eggplant. So I just made some names up, nobody seemed
1: to know this. <laughs>
3: Okay, okay, okay. Time's up. Forks down contestants. So, our blue team managed to correctly identify five eggplant varietals. No, no, don't clap. There were 30 possible varietals to identify. 30! And you only got five. So yeah, no applause for the blue team. Red team. You were marginally less dreadful than the blue team, with seven correct identifications. But I will allow you the win on this one, because I think your failure is down to one team member who, frankly, has the palate of a raccoon. Madison, please step forward. Your performance this morning was appalling. Did I hear you identify one of the eggplant varietals as deflated balloon filled with honey?
5: I mean, what it looked like, what
3: you want me to say. I'm sorry, what was that? Yes, Chef. That's what I thought. Like I said, the palate of a raccoon. And clearly, zero familiarity with one of the most important Nightshade family plants in culinary history.
5: Yes, Chef.
3: And for that, you'll be joining the blue team prepping for dinner while the rest of your teammates get some R&R. I know I
5: didn't do the absolute best today. (laughs) But for Chef to say I have the palate of a raccoon when my father basically died to send me to culinary school. I mean not died, died. Like, he had a very uncomfortable summer since he couldn't go to the club that year. But that wasn't really related to my being in culinary school. It just kind of happened at the same time. But. The point is, I have a refined palette! My father paid a lot of money to make sure of it.
1: It's at least the palette of a very pampered house cat.
5: Special Collections Request Submitted.
0: <sighs> yes! Now we wait.
5: Just let me know when you've got the notes so we can get to ghost-destroying.
1: It might be a few days before I hear back. Anyway, do you have a status report, Danny? (sighs) The sister moved into the apartment. Or, at least, went in with a suitcase and hasn't come back out.
0: And has there been... Any weirdness? Electrical outages? Animal freakouts?
1: I know the list. And nope. Quiet as a library.
2: Hmm. That's. good? Let us know if
1: anything changes. <sighs> sure thing, boss. Mwah!
0: Mwah! Aww. Uh, Nick? What's with all the emoji? Are you trying to tell us something?
1: Did your little cousins hook you up with one of Santa's elves after all?
4: Yeehaw!
3: Uh, interesting. Interesting. Does anyone know what these mean?
0: Maybe they had a wild date with a... Rodeo and food poisoning and cats? Somehow?
5: Sorry, my little cousin snatched my phone. What did I miss?
1: Oh, nothing much. So, the holiday merriment continues then?
5: Yep. Ho ho ho! L O L. What's so funny? They sent you a bunch of emojis, didn't they?
0: Ugh, these ghost bombs are really hard to get out of the carpet,
5: huh? (laughs) Yeah, that is the downside.
0: Okay, so I've been meaning to ask.
5: Hang on, I've got to vacuum this spot. But. there.
0: That looks so much better. As I was saying, I've been meaning to ask... Nope, nope, you move your hand away from the vacuum, Doctor. You promised to tell me sometime about how you know so much about all of this, I mean.
5: <sighs> what if I just... vacuum instead? Alicia. Lily? Fine. But it isn't a happy story. I'm going to need some bourbon.
0: Oh, I... I didn't... I'm sorry. I don't want you to have to judge up painful memories. It's just... No,
5: no. You've been wondering, and I did promise. Come on. It'll probably be easier if we let the carpet soak a little bit anyway. Where do I start? So... When I was growing up, I lived with my granddad. My parents weren't... couldn't be around. It's not that relevant. Anyway, it was just the three... two of us. My grandfather had magpie tendencies. He loved to do what we called thrift shop crawls. (laughs) And he'd come home with all sorts of wonderful things. Uh, Beautiful old books, antique toys... Weird furniture. Old VHS tapes of shows that went off the air before we were even born. (sighs) So one day, he... He brought home these rolls of wallpaper. It's burned into my memory. This mustard yellow wallpaper. And it wasn't even like full wall size. Just these borders. The pattern was... Simple. It looked like ivy or bamboo or tangled hair. Hey, it's okay. You don't have to tell me. I'm fine. Really. Anyway, he had the wallpaper put up in his study, which was really where he watched TV and drank beers because he thought we wouldn't know. We? I. um, I wouldn't know looking back the house started changing right away waking up in slow subtle ways the stairs grew new creaks weak spots in the wood that weren't there before our house was built in the 1970s for god's sake and then there were the shadows they pooled in corners that should have been sunspotted almost all day long and the skittering sounds all night long. Long story short, my granddad brought a ghost home. The house took notice. And by some strange supernatural chemistry, we found ourselves at the ground zero of a poltergeist formation. I survived. My granddad didn't. The house took him. And ever since then, I've been doing my research, compiling facts, and preparing for the day that I'm ready to go back to that blighted house and set my granddad's spirit free. Oh. Well, I feel like I deserve another round. You want some? Yes, please.
0: <whistles> ah! uh, sorry, let me silence that.
5: Oh, it's Parker. Take it. Don't even worry about it. It's your sister, and she's living with a poltergeist. Of course you need to take it.
0: Hey.
1: Hey, sis. Just calling to touch base. Oh, yeah? How are things? Weird... Frankie and the apartment have been... You know what? You aren't going to believe me. Now you have to tell me. They've been marathon watching these awful cooking shows. Like, the whole time. And Frankie says she's been on the triple W, which is apparently what she calls the internet. I haven't... Ooh, I haven't had the heart to ask her what she's been doing
2: there. I've been on the YouTube. <laughs> What's happening? Park, Park, are you okay? Listening to music. Are you familiar with Alison Krause? I'm fine. Frankie snuck up on me.
1: She says she's been on YouTube. Listening to Alison Krauss.
2: And boy genius. But they aren't boys at all. They're women. And there are three of them. Uh-huh. And did you know about Emily Dickinson? What about her? Everything. She's my new favorite poet. I've been memorizing this piece of hers that starts, I heard a fly buzz when I died. She's
1: discovered Emily Dickinson too, apparently.
0: Really? What's her favorite? Uh, <laughs> guess. Hmm, because I could not stop for death? Nope. Huh, okay. Um, the only ghost I ever saw.
1: No, it's the one about the fly. How many death-themed poems did she write? Never mind. I don't want to know.
2: I did hear a fly buzz when I died. Isn't that funny? I think it was attracted to one of Mother's nostrums. Well, my nostrums. The ones Mother made me take.
0: Anything else to report?
2: (sighs) Nothing of note. We're
1: still on the poem.
0: Oh, okay. Well, good. I'll
1: call again later.
0: Okay. Be careful,
1: sis. I will. Love you. Love you, too.
2: I heard a fly buzz when I died. The stillness in the room was like the stillness in the air between the heaves of storm. The eyes around had wrung them dry and breaths were gathering firm. For that last onset, when the king be witnessed in the room. I willed my keepsakes, signed away what portion of me be, assignable. And then it was, there interposed a fly, with blue uncertain stumbling buzz between the light and me. And then the windows failed, and then I could not see to see.
4: As I was saying, things were going according to plan. If by plan, you understand that I really mean flailing attempt to set things right without enough information or resources. And the next phase of the plan was even more terrifying than trusting humans to do something we couldn't do. Because phase two was me heading into the Vale on a research trip, thereby leaving said humans and my associates unsupervised. Not that they need supervision. They're grown people. I just feel better about the state of the universe when I know what's going on. In detail. And in the Vale, I'll be out of touch. Digging through lore. Conducting interviews. Seeing old friends. Maybe seeing some of the sites. Like the Void Screams Museum. You know, for research.
2: Your chaperone awaits.
4: Georgie, you didn't need to trek all the way out here just for me.
2: Hmm. It's been ages since you've traveled this deep into the Vale. I can't have one of my oldest, youngest, well, dearest friends getting lost simply because the trek to the mortal realm is inconvenient. Well, I do appreciate
4: the gesture. Just give me a moment to say goodbye. Of course. Josie, Lotta, I'm leaving now. You're in charge. Safe travels.
5: Did you say we're in charge? You can't really expect us to do our own work and all of your work while you're off. Gallivanting? It's all in the notes. Bye now. (laughs)
2: Note Uh let's find out <clears throat> You're in charge. It's on the line three times, JC. I'll run errands for you when I get back to make up for my gallivanting. How did she know you were gonna use that word?
5: I don't know. It doesn't matter. What matters is We're in charge. Yeah. Mhm. What does Mary actually do?
2: Always. I I I don't actually know. I've always had more of a vague sense than anything.
5: Well, this is going to be interesting then.
0: This episode of The Way We Haunt Now was written and directed by Courtney Floyd with sound design by Brad Colbrook and voice acting in order of appearance by Marnie Warner as Parker
3: Will Stevenson as Angry British Chef
2: Eleanor Gray as Frankie
3: Jeron Bacat as Billy, a Death's Cookery contestant
2: Paige Elena as Death's Cookery host Lauren Grace Thompson as Wyatt, a Death's Cookery Contestant.
3: Brian Green as Dave,
5: a Death's Cookery Contestant.
2: Michelle Hahn as Madison, a Death's Cookery
5: Contestant. Austin Bachman as Sam, a Death's Cookery Contestant.
0: Cashew as Wendy, a Death's Cookery Contestant. Allie Hilton.
5: Jeff Goldbenton.
0: Kirsty Woven Megan Gwen Davis. Natalie Hunter.
5: As <laughs>
4: Kira Apple as the narrator and Mary.
2: Becca Marcus as Lotta. Georgia
5: McKenzie as Josie. Brad Colbrook as Cass Bromley.
1: Lindsay Zanna as Danny. Tal Manier as Myrtle.
5: Paul H. Rollins as Nick Castleweed, Margaret Ashley as Georgie Yates.
0: Frances Matilda Summerson was haunted by many things. The fact that she was trapped in an apartment with a media-hungry sentience. The fact that that media-hungry sentience refused to watch anything but cooking shows. And the fact that she'd never cooked risotto. Or anything, really. But she's not the only one around here who's haunted. You can find out more about us and all of our various side haunts on our website, HauntNowPod.com.
2: You're watching Death's Cookery, where the food just might be deadlier than the competition. You know what else is deadly, though? Formal dining in space. Wait, who
0: is the host? The invitation didn't say.
3: Well, that's odd. The name's disappeared. I could have sworn it was someone I knew.
2: Memory 5, 3, 6, 4, unlocked. Playing now. What happened? How do you lose it? What kind of an AI are you? I
5: said I'm sorry!
2: Mars, something's wrong with Katie Bell. She won't wake up. (laughs) You fuckers really don't know anything, do you? Shut up! Shut the fuck up, you bastard! You do not get to hurt her! Give me back my
1: girlfriend! You... bitch! Tick-tock, tick-tock!
5: I am going to strangle you, you pathetic excuse for
1: a journalist.
3: It seems like all our new issues arrived with you.
1: I'm sorry! I'm sorry! I'm sorry! Don't you recognize me? Ah! No, 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 no! Stars, this just keeps getting worse. If anyone wants to leave this
0: damn ship, come with me.
5: It's just a mystery wrapped in an enigma
2: cradled in another mystery
0: looking for this no i
5: can handle this game's over darling dining in the void a sci-fi audio drama about sleuthing and secrets in space listen wherever you find your podcasts